Hey everybody, this podcast does use some adult language from time to time. Please be advised. Hey everybody, welcome back to Hold On I Know This, your weekly destination for quirky information, puzzles, and games, where we're going to share with you our favorite games from the past week. I'm your host, Nick. I'm Christopher. I'm Mark. Where the hell is Ben? I don't know. Ben wasn't able to make it tonight. Man, bummer. We will miss miss Ben. We will miss him so hard. (laughs) This episode is episode 10, and this week, home is where you park it. Today, we're going to talk about parks. Did you guys have RVs when you were kids? My folks did. We were poor. Yeah, well, I was going to okay. say, like, we don't... <laughs> do, do Hispanic people own RVs? <laughs> oh. They own vicariously through their white friends that have Oh, RVs. that's not true. It's, uh, no, I didn't have an RV. <laughs> uh, well, my family had three, but they weren't... No, they weren't fancy. They weren't like the buses that you see, like the tour bus size RVs. It was like, literally, the first one we had was... It, it was the guy that owned it before us, he owned like a bunch of dogs and he kept the dogs, it was terrible, inside the RV all the time. Ew. So when we got it, it it was it, it was terrible. We had to clean it all out. The stink of dog? It, it was awful. And it was terrible. We had to clean it all out and eventually it was nice and we took it on trips. But it wasn't like, it was like, it was very similar to like a Winnebago. Took it across the country and did a bunch of road trips and stuff okay. every year. And, and it was a good time. Holiday road. Holiday <laughs> Yeah, that was basically my childhood. And then we saw the movie RV, and all of those things happened to us. Another Robin Williams movie. That's right. All those Another Robin Williams. Which Robin Williams movie were we talking about? Another first? one. <laughs> Just another one? Okay. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, we did the toys. Ah, the toys. okay, okay. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, everything in that movie happened to us one way or the other. And we only, you know, and it was very similar. Like, everything in that movie, we're just like, yeah. You know, <coughs> that time, you know, like, the septic tank exploded. And it might not have actually happened that way, but we're like, oh, it might have happened that way. It almost did. So you've always been a big camping guy. Yeah, I, I mean, I've camped, I think, my share of camping. I mean, yeah. everything from, like, tents to, like, I did a, the Appalachian, a portion of the Appalachian Trail. Okay. Two times. Not the whole thing. We didn't go, and, and I, I tell people that, and they're always, always like, oh, wow, that's amazing. It takes like a year, doesn't it, to do that whole thing? And yeah. I was like, yeah, absolutely, it does. Um, but we only did it for maybe a week Okay. before we all felt like we were going to die and topple down a hill, and there's bears, you know, so that's fun. Right. Bears. Um, the last time we went, I saw five bears, like big brown bears that were surprisingly very friendly and nice. But I did freak out the one time I saw two cubs mm-hmm. run across the path that was like maybe like 40 feet in front of us. We saw two cubs like, like I don't, I don't know if you've ever seen a cub or a bear in general run, but this was the only time I've ever seen them do this. Bears, are, bears are killing machines. Like I yes. do not know. But like cubs are the flimsiest looking runners ever. Like they're just True. like just like toppling over each other. Bears can be fun, it just depends on which kind you're looking for. Absolutely. Yeah. If they're carrying picnic baskets, <laughs> then they're fun. Yeah. Or if they're in a mesh tank top That's dancing true. at a rave. <laughs> that is so not what I was going for and oh. it makes all the sense in the world.
I've seen The Great Outdoors. I've seen The Revenant. I'm not messing with bears. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Iovine in the documentary The uh, the Defiant Ones talks about his favorite animal is a bear because they just are built to kill. They can swim, they can run, they can... Wh whatever you need, they will take care of it. So you're a big outdoors fan, uh, outdoorsy guy. More though. or less. I wouldn't say I'm like huge, but I've done a lot of I, it. I camped once and hated every second of it. There was no running water. We were like on a lake in tents with a campfire in the middle of July. No, that sounds pretty it, cool. It was not it was in Missouri, but it was still hot as balls. Right. And uh not a fan. And I was stupid and I slept in a t-shirt. Woke oh. up and it was like clung it was just like a white undershirt like a white tee yeah it was like a second skin that i had to peel off Ugh. like slept on the ground in a sleeping bag yeah like we, we made our dinner on a campfire hated every second of it. also we were camping with my mom's boyfriend at the time who i didn't like so that didn't help oh, <laughs> so i was wow. you know he's uh not a fan my camp my camping experiences have been exclusively with music festivals like that's that's uh, all that's that all that it's. I mean, it it is and it isn't because at some point you almost kind of have to get used to this is how it is. There's no going back. Embrace the smells. Embrace no. the, 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 the the seven layers of dirt. Because when I went to Bonnaroo, I think year two, and there was just this like constant swell of orange dirt and wind <coughs> kicked up so everyone looked like Donald Trump. Just, ah. like, just completely uh, l'orange. And then there was a there was a year where it was just completely hot as hell in June in Manchester, Tennessee. Uh, but for the most part, like, you start, you know, kind of getting your bearings, like, this is what you should bring when you go to the portalette. This is what you should do when you're trying to take a shower, if you even want to take a shower at all. Um, so while I am strictly a hotel guy i love my room service i love my fresh towels and all that sort of thing i can camp and in fact i'm actually gonna go um i'm gonna go be uh, i'm gonna be camping with some friends of mine in gainesville in about two months no so i need running water and electricity hot water hot water yeah hot you know water. what you can and, find a river most places i don't need hot water necessarily because i actually i usually take mild showers right but um i just need running water and electricity yeah Gotta have it. Gots to have it. See, the electricity thing doesn't really bother me so much as I need my own toilet. I need mine and mine alone. I need my, my quiet time. I don't need to share it with the 3,000 people that are around me. Yeah. You have to like almost pick your spots. Like, I've got a bathroom that I use exclusively at the courthouse whenever I go there. No one ever uses it. I know that for a fact because <laughs> it's virtually untouched by human hands. But when I was camping at Bonnaroo... Like 5.45 in the morning. No one goes to the bathroom at 5.45 in the morning except for this guy, so he doesn't have to wait in line. It's as clean as humanly possible. They just cleaned out the, the whatever stuff is in there. I don't know and I don't care. Um, camping can be tolerated, but um, please give me my room service and my fresh yeah, towels and my toilet. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't even tell you what the toilets like were on the Appalachian Trail when they had Ugh. toilets. Ugh. Yeah. No. Moving right along. Oh, Hi hieroglyphics. Oh, yeah. It was a rough yeah. Ca cave paintings. <laughs> no, I, I won't say anything. I won't Thank say you. it. It's pretty terrible. Thank Chris, you. Is, Chris will just get upset. <laughs> <laughs> he probably will get upset. Yes. My stomach. Well, I'm a very, I'm a very weak constitution. <laughs> I, you, you go very rarely 
if anything, because well, you're not eat, you're not eating very much either. You're eating what you need. You're not like when you're on the trail, and people people get through the Appalachian Trail in like a year if they're going and taking their time. Right. If you want to get through it, you can book it through it in like six months, and you're taking you're only eating what you need. Like you work off that almost immediately. Like right. you're eating like peanut butter sandwiches. You're just pouring oatmeal in your mouth and put some water in there and you swish it around and it's oatmeal. And you swallow it and it's delicious. So no. That's like, See, and meanwhile, I would be the exact opposite. Where don't let the uh, the, the gaunt frame uh, uh, confuse you or anything. Like I need to eat when I want to eat. So I would literally be like the residents of South Park. Like I don't know. We're gonna have to eat again. Like you people literally just ate like two hours ago, and then I'm eating the cameraman and the assistant <laughs> and everybody else. We don't um, know when we'll be able to be feeding again. <laughs> Yeah, got it. That's eat. fantastic. That's right. Uh, so also, my birthday was in between. Happy birthday! Yeah. Nick. Happy birthday! Uh, big three zero on just a couple days ago on the nineteenth. So between last episode and this episode, my birthday happened. So yes, happy birthday to me. Did you uh, did you get anything good for your birthday? <laughs> yes. So so my girlfriend got me this really fancy watch, which is the fanciest watch I've ever owned in my life, and it's super nice. In the past. And I still have it. I didn't like throw it away. I had Damn. a silver Casio. Like it's literally the exact same watch my grandfather has. It's not his watch. Nice. I just wanted my own. It's nice. It's like the big face and the and the chain and it doesn't like uh and then this this thing that attaches the, the chain together, I didn't understand how that worked at first. I've never had one of these before. Right. So I was I was looking at it, I was like, no, I don't know to it. Yeah, it's heavy. Yeah. I didn't know how the latch worked. Try to contain your shock, but I am the Ebenezer Scrooge of birthdays. But yeah, just not a birthday. Like, I don't celebrate my birthday. I'm turning 30 in a couple months. Could not care less. Yeah. Jesus. Um, I forgot. I, I, you know, I do don't celebrate other people's birthdays. I just don't. I think they're so. I think it's a conglomerate. I think it's a conspiracy concocted by the card and and present uh big present companies big hallmark big hallmark uh and big cake big ice cream big <laughs> confetti all these people out to get us big carvel it's just become such a exercise in vanity i despise it yeah i just it's just gotten and people have gone out from their birthday to their birthday week like month. your birthday month your mother didn't give birth for a week she gave birth in a day it's your birthday. It's true. It's birth week nonsense. People do photo shoots for their birthdays. Photo shoots. Oh yeah, photo shoots. Oh, shit. I just I, the only person who deserves any kind of uh, uh, acclamation on my day of birth is my mother, for the pain she endured. Of course. So you know, Godspeed to her, and thank you for you know doing what you did. That's all I am about birthdays, and I guess I'm not full of either because I I do. Accept gifts. <laughs> like, I will. Like if people, there's people, the caveat. There's the people rub. know that I'm not a birthday person, but people still insist on buying me gifts. I'm not gonna throw it back in their face. Like, I'm right. not gonna smile. That's a when real you jerk a, move. A real gentleman would accept the gifts. I just take the gifts and move along. That's but right. most people don't buy me gifts anymore because they know, like, don't bother. He's not a birthday person. When's your birthday? Uh, in June. June. And yeah. Your birthday just happened. My April, yeah. my birthday usually falls. On or around Labor Day. 
Mm-hmm. So it's always kind of a party time. Yeah, you know, like three day weekend, everyone's cutting loose. It's the end of the summer. Yeah. You know, it's right before school starts, which you know kind of worked out in my favor because I was literally like the youngest kid in my class or the oldest kid on my uh, uh, baseball team and little right. league and everything else. Um, I'm I'm kind of where you're at because I will be turning 39. This year, I know, slowly dying. It's fantastic. It's great. I <laughs> recommend you guys try it. But also, it's not so much, I don't appreciate the birthday as much as I can just buy whatever I want. Like, what do you really get the guy who yeah. can get anything? Like, I could literally order shit on Amazon and I'll just buy it for myself because it'll be bought correctly. It's what I want, the exact brand and the exact watch or the exact this or that. Um, so it's always nice to have a surprise though. It's nice to be appreciated. I just don't like all the attention for doing nothing. I've done nothing. I, I Don't get me wrong, I'm a complete attention whore. But I want it to be for something <laughs> I have done. Something I sure. have uh, said, created, uh, you know, a play that I've been in. I like that kind of attention. I love laughter sure. and applause directed at me all at all times. Don't get me wrong. Right. But I did nothing. Nothing. I don't want the attention. Without... And then all the, like, especially the, with the advent of social media, it's gotten way out of hand. All the people you haven't talked to all year long comment on your wall, and you're expected to like it and comment back. No. And I, I always deactivate. The last couple years, I deactivate my Facebook on my birthday. Really? Just to avoid <laughs> the posts. Damn. As opposed, uh, on, on the other side of the spectrum, I've got two profiles. One for myself and one for my stage name. And every single year, like... I will make sure that you get something. I think last year I used <clears throat> I used gifts exclusively as my response, and it's really really hard to try to come up with a different gift of appreciation right. for them saying to you happy birthday. But somehow I really didn't. Setting so. the bar high there. I know, right? Well, you know, if they you know commented like I I said you know happy birthday, like if it makes them feel you're fine. more than likely going to get at least twenty to thirty percent of your Facebook friends writing on your wall. Sure. So yeah. if you've got two thousand friends, that's two. No, that's like 400. Yeah. I don't know math. But yeah, so that's a lot of people writing on your wall. Yeah, that, that's correct. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I have no interest in it whatsoever. It's the big birthday. Well, just because mine just happened. More attention to me. Um, <laughs> uh, See? <laughs> no, just because, okay, Gross. OCD, I got to tell you the other things that I got. I got yeah. the watch. You were talking about Pop Funkos before. My brother got me a Dr. Emmett Brown Pop Funko ah. of him with the remote controller from the beginning of the first movie. And cool. then... My mother, since I have like a huge collection of vinyl records that mm-hmm. I just collect and find it, I. I Do you listen to them? Yeah, sometimes I don't. I mean, I'm not, like, <laughs> I'm not like that guy that comes home and puts it in the record and. Oh, puts see, it on. I am. But I, I listen do, to I, mine. But I do that every once in a while, and I keep them in, you know, keep them safe and everything, so they don't get destroyed. But then I usually go to Goodwills and thrift stores to find my records because it's fun to like find the only one and then go through the entire bin and take all the good ones that are like the polka and the Christmas albums right? and like everything else that anybody knows about. Oh shit, Pablo Cruz. Yes. Exactly. Well, I started because I went to a Goodwill in Maine and I found a Rumors album in a bin of dollar records. Mm -hmm. The Fleetwood Mac Rumors. Yes. So I found that and I've been looking for that one and I wanted that one and I found it and I was like, oh hey, uh, Miss, how, how much are these records? Like, as if I don't know anything about records and I don't, I don't collect them, whatever. How much? Just curious. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, um, I think, I think they're like, I think they're a dollar, I think, each. And I was like, oh, great. And I was like, 
Okay, I'm going through all of these. There are like 400 records there. I'm going to go through all of them, and I'm going to take all the ones I like. I'm yeah. going to buy them and take them home, no matter how much it costs, because it's a dollar each. And I'm going to... I got like a Janis Joplin album, a Billy Joel, Rumors. Nice, man. Got, That's cool. I got like four Elvis. It was great. I don't even listen to Elvis. I like him. He's great. But like, I got I got him because I was like, I'm going to have these. No one else will have these. Um, but I got a record player also because I have this collection of records. That's okay. what I'm going with that. How many records do you have? I probably have, it's a small collection, probably around like 40 to 50 records. That sounds about right. But I started like maybe a couple years ago. Oh, okay. I've just been like scouring through these Goodwills and stuff. Yeah. But she got me a record player. It's not like an old one or one at like American Apparel or something. Yeah. It's one of those like six in one record players. So it's very functional. Okay. There's a lot of things. Okay. But it looks like an, it looks, it's like stylized to look like an old one. Oh, of course. Yeah. It's got player, radio, so. CD, cassette. I've got the same one. It has Bluetooth. Which is sick. Nice. <laughs> and then it has the vinyl on top. So that was it was great, and I, it, it looks awesome. I've got about two hundred. Yeah. Um, and I'm really into like really hard to find stuff. Like I managed to find um, this great album of JFK's speeches that was put out right after he died. That if you ever watch a, a Law and Order SVU episode, dun, dun. there's one of those on uh, Detective Munch's desk. It's the same album. Ah, okay. Uh, it's like in memory. I've got this a um, lot of obscure, com well, not obscure, but like I like a lot of comedy. So I've got Richard Pryor, Steve Martin, Smothers Brothers, Don Rickles, Bill Cosby before he was, you know, terrible. Terrible. Uh, before we all knew he, he was terrible, we just didn't know it yet. Uh, and I've also got a couple of really obscure things and like a, a, a pressing of like. Recordings from the, the show All in the Family. Oh, One of my favorite cool. like seventy sitcoms. They just decided, you know, this is the, the age before YouTube. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so they they put out these the famous like the funniest clips from the first couple seasons on on vinyl. And I've also got a best of the Johnny Carson's Night Show, and um, this other one called The First Family, which was this guy comedian named Von Mead who did this whole album. Um, spoofing JFK and Camelot, like the whole Kennedy family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a sketch comedy album. Okay. And, uh, and he was one of, really famous, and then JFK died, and his career tanked, obviously. Obviously. Um, and I've also got some Bob Newhart, and uh, I think I already said Smothers Brothers, and uh, yeah, so I like comedy stuff. I've also got some Sesame Street. Like, uh, I love man. obscure stuff. That? What? Yeah, what is any, that? Any self-respecting vinyl fan needs to have... A Pearl Jam album, yes, uh, or a Star Wars album. I have that same one. Or if you want to Shade. get Sade, oh, yeah. gotta get, uh, gots to get, gots to get. Love Sade, yeah. amongst others. Do you have a Do you have a favorite in your collection? You know, probably my Blues Brothers soundtrack. Oh, I have that because it's yes because it is the oh. oldest one that I found. Yeah, it is the oldest one that I was able to buy. And my dad loves that movie, and he turned me on oh, to yeah. it. Um, it's and it's stuff. you know kind of a good thing. And also, my parents, I believe, still have these, which I'm either probably not going to inherit because uh, it will be given to my to my four year old uh, four year old niece Bella. And uh, they are albums in Spanish on vinyl. Oh, cool! And they are the vinyl. Disney albums for the respective soundtracks for The Jungle Book, Alice in Wonderland, Robin Hood that are painted on vinyl. Are these newer releases? Whoa. No, they're no, no. the they're the original pressings okay. of these vinyls and it's like a mural of whatever it is, Mowgli and Baloo wow. and King Louie and all this sort of thing. Um, which I don't have because otherwise if I had I probably would have done something stupid like sell them when yeah. you know they should be <laughs> appreciating them. Right. 
Um, but uh, Blues Brothers. Nice. Mine is definitely, um, it's an older album, but it was a, new, a newer pressing, which is fine. I've never been able to find a, an original one. But it's one of my favorite albums of all time. It's actually a Christmas gift for, from, for you from Phil Spector. <laughs> and it's just all of the um, the songs you hear on like Christmas radio, you know, it's Christmas season. It's the Ronettes, uh, Frosty the Snowman, and Sleigh Ride, and Darlene Love, uh, Christmas Baby Please Come Home, and uh, all of these songs you know that you don't even know that you've heard them. Uh, they're in the good, like they're in Goodfellas. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. in a lot of movies, and you hear them on Christmas radio. Yeah. That's just, it's often considered, it's it's one of the best, it's considered one of the best albums of all time. I know Rolling Stone has it in the, in the list. Oh sure, um, great producer, horrible human being. Oh, know? absolutely, it's yeah, like yeah. Bill Cosby, awesome comedian, <laughs> right. ter- terrible yeah. human being. Yeah. To change gears a little bit, I went to Universal because you were talking about how we should celebrate our mothers on our birthday. My mom's birthday is actually five days after my birthday, and then we went to Universal, which she had never been to Universal before, and we oh, went wow. to the Harry Potter section, and we primarily focused on those two in Universal and Islands of Adventure. Um, because she loves Harry Potter, and we're like, let's do that. She'll love this. And how um, old is your mom? No, just don't don't answer that. I'm joking. <laughs> it's like she loves Star Wars, <laughs> she loves Harry Potter. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it your she's... mom, or is, is your mom a 13 year old boy? Or no, but she's like, but she she was. <laughs> she's just a big nerd. She was like in high which school. I love. Yeah, she was like in high school when like Star Wars right, right, came right, out, right. and so she's um, into sci-fi fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Does she dress up as Leia for your dad, or no? Do you I know that for so. sure? You don't know that Pretty for sure. Sh- I don't know. I have no proof. <laughs> Does your dad like play Job of the Hut and she plays Leia? I think it's more like a Han. No, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> but like, don't. Why, yeah, please don't get into it. I um, can joke because they're not my parents. Yeah, I was going to say you uh, were starting to think about it. What is wrong with you, man? I'm going to pull an Obi Wan Kenobi. These are not the stories you were looking for. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. so Mark, you won last week. We tied last. Oh, week. we all tied. Yes, we did. I thought you won because you picked the thing. I held the bag. I wasn't then... here, so I should go first. He should go. Okay. First. Yes. All right. That's, that's Since I didn't it. tie, that's, uh, that's, yeah. good. that's right. Uh, all I know is that Ben is not going to win this week because yeah, he's, he's not here. But we miss Ben. He's doing his best. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Chicago spent Saturday in the park. What date did they think it was? Tenth. No, Chicago spent Saturday in the park. They thought it was the 4th of July. Ah. Saturday in the park. I think it was the 4th of July. I gotta gotta listen to more Chicago. I don't think I've listened to a lot of Chicago. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Your uncle's upset. Every uncle loves Chicago. (laughs) The painting, a Sunday afternoon on the island of La Grande Jatte, inspired what Broadway show? A Sunday afternoon on the island of La Grande Jatte. Hopefully my French pronunciation is correct. It's the one that's in Ferris Bueller. That is the painting from Ferris Bueller. Yeah. You are correct, but that's not the question. Barefoot in the park? Oh, no, that would have oh. been a good answer, but no. Okay. <laughs> Sunday in the park with George. No. Oh. Ben would have gotten that one. Yeah. <laughs> John Muir was a conservationist and environmentalist who's often known as the father of the national parks for his work in the American national park system. What country was he born in? What was his name? John Muir. Germany. Sorry, incorrect. I feel like Russian is obvious. Muir. I was going to go Turkey. M-U-I-R. I'm going to go Turkey. 
He's born in Scotland. Ah, ooh, oh, Scotland. Scotland, yeah. But he did a lot of work. Uh, he was a big conservationist here in America, and he worked with the President Theodore Roosevelt. Knott's Berry Farm is a 160-acre amusement park in Buena Park, California, California, IA, and was the 12th most visited theme park in North America in 2000, 2000, 2015. Which famous comedian got his start working in the theater at that park? Will Ferrell? Incorrect. Damn it. It's the Birdcage Theater. Not that it wouldn't help you. I know. Yeah. Dinner is served. What's on, these, what's on these plates? <clears throat> like these Greek boys are leapfrogging one another. I honestly just watched that like a couple. It was it's on so when I watched it. I the birdcage. You better buzz nope. in if you got it. Oh, answer. sorry. Nathan Lane. No. no. Steve Martin. Oh, oh, man. And then he also worked at Disneyland in the magician shop. Ah. Steve Martin. He uh, talks about it at length in his uh, biography, autobiography, Born Standing Up, which is a fantastic read. Nice, nice. And you will constantly pull out your dictionary because he uses some $4 words. Uh, directly across from the Dakota apartments where John Lennon lived and was murdered is this section of Central Park that is dedicated to him. Strawberry Fields. Strawberry Fields is correct. Finally on the board. Yeah. Yeah, Man. I've been there once. Me too. Me three. Me too. John Gutson Borglum was a dirtbag racist and was also commissioned by the Daughters of the Confederacy to carve a Confederate memorial into Stone Mountain in Stone Mountain, Georgia. Borglum started the project but left due to infighting only to start working on this project. Nick. It's not Mount Rushmore. Which, is that your answer? Is it? Yeah. It is Mount Rushmore. Oh, yes, one of the national parks. Yes. I vi well, I visited there. I wasn't sure if that was... He was a member of the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah, it was a terrible person. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to Stone Mountain, Georgia. Uh, it is scary. It's also the birthplace of the second movement of the Ku Klux Klan, like on top mm. of the mountain. No, I remember when all the uh, Confederate statues and yeah. all, the, all the things were starting to come down and, and there was something on Twitter where they were basically saying, like, look... Um, this is the final level, and our mission is to turn this into a mural for Outcast and the Dungeon Family. And <laughs> that's that's what you need to do to replace. You know who else is from Stone Mountain? Who's that? Donald Glover. Nice, Atlanta. All right. And he wow. should, they should put him on Stone Mountain. I would there love that. All right. What is the saxophone playing smooth jazz band leader alter ego of Ron Swanson, the director of the Parks and Recreation Department for the city of Pawnee and the hit NBC sitcom Parks and Recreation? Man. Ron Swanson, his alter ego, saxophone playing oh, no. smooth jazz band leader. <laughs> Count Basie, I have no idea. No. Duke Silver. Duke Silver, that's good. That's a good name. That's yes. a really good name. Yeah. Wow, you guys, uh, sorry, I'm not getting any uh, questions here. Uh, well, Nick is, he's already is two One, up. two, three, yeah, four, I'm five. Right yeah. That's seven questions. Uh, I got kind of lazy here. <laughs> I named the ride, you named the park. Spaceship Earth. Epcot. Epcot is correct. Star Tours. Disney MGM Studios. I will accept that because that's what I still call it, but it's known as Hollywood Studios now. Mm -hmm. But I, I still call it MGM, so there we yeah. go. Carousel of Progress. Come on. Disney? Be more like, specific. Like Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom is correct. Okay. And that's it. That's ten questions. 
Nice. Well, I'm finally on the board, so that's good. <laughs> I was going to have a clean sheet there for a second. I will go next. I always think my questions are going to be easy, but it's just because it's stuff that I already know. No, no, it's fine. Um, and in fact, the reason I, why I want to go next is because the crown jewel of most theme parks was, is, and arguably always will be roller coasters. And so, here are some interesting facts about these wooden slash steel giants that are to scream for. <gasps> Question one. The fastest roller coaster, Formula Rasa, in the world, is located in Abu Dhabi's Formula One theme park and launches its riders to a top speed of what? Closest without going over. Chris. One hundred and... 50 miles per hour. 150. <coughs> Nick. 110. 110 is the closest without going over. Your top speed, 149 miles per hour. Oh my god! <laughs> Son of a bitch. Son of a All of these, obviously, are closest without going over, so just keep that in mind. Japan's Nagashima Spa Land is home to the longest roller coaster in the world. The Steel Dragon 2000 has a track which covers how many feet? Nick. 1,800. 1,800. 2,000. 2,000. 2,000 would be the bit, would be closest without going over. 81.33, just over 1.5 miles. That's right. Wow. Question three. Six Flags Magic Mountain in California currently has the highest amount of roller coasters in its park, with how many of these rides appear within its park? How many roller coasters? How many? How many? Chris. I want to say uh, 15. 15. Nick. I'm going to go with 20. 20. 15 closest without oh. going over. Your total is 19. Oh, wow. Ah. Oh, man. <laughs> the revenge of the nine. <laughs> Question four. In 1959, the first ever steel roller coaster was created. The Matterhorn bobsled roller coaster was built for what famed California theme park? Chris. Disneyland. Disneyland is correct. Question five. The steepest roller coaster in the world is named Takabisha in Fuji-Q Highland, Fuji-Yoshida, Yamananishi, Japan. How steep is this ride upon its first full drop in degrees? That was Chris. Yeah, he would fly. Uh, he yeah. Went, yeah, okay, I'm sorry. 85 degrees. 85 degrees. I'm not good at math. I'm just I'm thinking of a straight line. 180 degrees. 180 degrees. You are closest without going over. So this is 90 degrees, correct? Right. 121 degrees. So it actually goes in oh, a wow. loop down. Wow. Whoa. There you go. Question six. Do two roller coasters, for the most part, converting potential energy into kinetic energy, many conventional roller coasters do not have any sort of what? Nick. I want to say magnets. Magnets? 
electricity? Both are incorrect. An engine. Oh. oh. I thought you were talking about like those electromagnets. I know electricity is wrong, but I still like just. <laughs> but you think about it is that they're being led up this conveyor belt, mm -hmm. and all they're just doing is using Falling. their weight to drop and conversely speed through the track. I felt like electricity was the wrongest answer, so maybe it was right. It's okay. It's all good. Question seven. Richard Rodriguez, not to be confused with Robert Rodriguez, set the world record back in 2012 by riding the big one in Blackpool, which is the tallest coaster in the UK, for how long? Like he just stayed on the ride. He was on the ride for this long. Chris. 18 hours. 18 hours. Nick. 18 hours sounds really good. It's too bad with, I took it. I'm going to go with 20 hours. 20 hours would be the closest without going over. He stayed on that ride for 112 consecutive... <laughs> 112 consecutive days. Oh, my God. No. We really There's no that. way. Well, he did. He had to have gotten off. Guinness World Guinness World Record of confirmed. the coaster. Mm -hmm. Wow. He had to have taken some sort of break. There's no way you can survive doing that. Question eight. A hyper listen now. A hyper coaster, occasionally stylized as hyper space coaster, is a type of roller coaster with a height or drop of at least two hundred feet. Another high classification is a giga coaster, which is a roller coaster measuring three hundred feet or more. A Stratocoaster is a type of roller coaster with a height or drop of at least 400 feet. The first full circuit Stratocoaster, Top Thrill Dragster, located at Cedar Point in Sandusky, Ohio. Callahan Auto Parts. That's right. And it opened in 2003. Had a height of what? <laughs> Nick. I'm going to go with 600 feet. 600 feet. Uh, I'm going to say 400 feet. Sorry, didn't buzz my buzzer. 400 feet. 400 feet. Closest without going over, 420 feet. 420, baby! 420, Man. which, uh, bonus, not, not an apropos of nothing, you don't have to buzz in. Is the Top Thrill Dragster still the tallest coaster in the world? No. That is correct. King Daka at Six Flags Great Adventure is the only other installation in existence at 456 feet, which is 139 meters. It became the tallest roller coaster in the world when it opened in 2005. The first ever roller coaster invented in 1884 was called the Switchback Railway. It was 50 feet tall with a max speed of 6 miles per hour. Where was it located? Chris. Coney Island. That is correct. Yep. And finally, question 10. Famous roller coaster designer Ron Toomer, who designed several famed roller coasters, including, but not limited to, the Loch Ness Monster, located in Busch Gardens, Williamsburg, the first with interlocking vertical loops, several coasters with firsts in amount of inversions throughout the ride, where it was inverted two times or seven times throughout the succession of its ride, and... My favorite, because I've ridden it, and it's awesome. The Magnum XL200, again at Cedar Point, the first to exceed 200 feet in height, suffered from what? Chris. Fear of heights. Incorrect. Oh! Nick. All these roller coasters that he built, what did he suffer from? He already said fear of heights. That is incorrect. Fear of going really fast. Incorrect. 
motion sickness. Oh, no. See, although, although he did suffer from motion sickness, he would ride a coaster once, maybe twice. He was quoted as saying, quote, I've ridden enough to know what they are like. <laughs> wow. So, okay. This is about park statues, okay? Shit. And it's a multiple choice round. Okay. Number one, atop a fountain at the Letterman Digital Arts Center in San Francisco is a statue of which beloved icon who debuted in the 1980s? Was it David Letterman or Yoda? Yoda. Yoda is correct. And I looked this up because it just sounded, uh, it didn't feel real to me. So I looked it up and it's literally this like really huge fountain with this tiny, like this like real, you know, life-size size of Yoda on top of the fountain. <laughs> and I was like, that just, what? That's crazy. But it's, it's there. You're looking up. It's Good funny. answer you made. Yeah. <laughs> he can do impressions too. Uh, no, no, I was just like, oh boy. <laughs> so, number two. Hyde Park Corner in London features a triumphal arch and a statue of which 19th century British military leader? Was it John Hyde, Duke of uh, Marlborough, or Arthur Wesley, Duke of Wellington? The first one. No. Oh. It's Arthur West Wellesley. Sorry. What's it's really name? hard for it's really <coughs> The Duke of Ellington. Yes. The Duke of Ellington. The Duke of Ellington. Duke Duke, Duke of Earl. Seated in the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C. is a large statue of which president? Who was that? I that was Chris. Him. Okay, Chris. Abraham Lincoln. That is correct. I mean... I don't feel right accepting that I mean, point. That's a good layout. I, I had to put it's some easy ones in there. Slam dunk. Number four. Above the entrance of the Portland building in Portland, Oregon, there is a large statue of which goddess? Portlandia or Columbia? Mark? Columbia. It's Portlandia. No way. Of course yeah. it would be. Why wouldn't it be Portlandia? And, is, and if, it is, if it is wrong, which I am mostly sure it is correct, I will correct myself. No, later. no, it's fine. I just don't know if, uh, you know, Carrie Brownstein and uh, what's his name? Or, Fred uh, Armisen. I know, yeah. 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 It, it seems like, what? But... Yeah, I'm. I'm. It's about I, double, a, I double checked. Your source is not the onion, them. right? Okay. It's literally about as hipster as you can get, for God's sake. Seriously. Number five, at the main entrance to the Victoria Park in Hong Kong, there is a statue of which which British monarch, Queen Victoria or King Edward the Seventh? King Edward. No, it's Queen Victoria. I thought it was. I looked it up too. I looked it up because I did not believe it at first. <laughs> Number six. The Jefferson Memorial in Washington, D.C. features a statue of which signer of the Declaration of Independence? Chris. Thomas Jefferson. That is correct. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Number seven. Norodom Singnook Memorial in Phnom Penh, Cambodia. Phnom Penh. Phnom Penh? Okay, yeah. thank you. The memorial in Phnom Penh, Cambodia features a statue of which national leader? Norodom Singnook or Ho Chi Ho Chi Minh. No. Ah, man, really? I know, yeah. It's Norodo <coughs> Sinuk. <clears throat> Number eight. In the northwest corner of Nathan Phillips Square in Toronto, there is a statue of which prime minister? Nathan Phillips or Winston Churchill? Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill is correct. I was like, it's, this is too obvious at this point. There's no way. <laughs> As opposed to Thomas Jefferson right. or Abraham Lincoln? Exactly. I was like, there's no way he does another extremely obvious one. <laughs> In the center of Lafayette Square in Washington, D.C., there is a equestrian statue of which general? Marquez. Mark. Andrew Jackson. 
Andrew did. Jackson is correct. The wow. De Lafayette or Marquis. Marquis. Marquis? Or is it Marquis? Marquis. Okay. It's cool. a French right. pronunciation. I could be wrong too, but I'm pretty sure it's Marquis de Lafayette. Number 10. This is the last one. Near the north entrance of the Temple of St. Sava in Belgrade, there is a statue of which Serbian leader and saint? St. Sava or Tsar Lazar? Chris. Tsar Lazar. Nope, that's wrong. Just wanted to Saint say that. Sava. Just wanted to say it. Tsar <laughs> Lazar. Tsar Lazar. <laughs> All right, so that brings us to the end of the game, and it looks like Chris won. Chris has won again. It was Chris with eight, me with six, and Mark with four. Woo! First time, I don't know, guys. Yes. I'm proud. Yes. That's the second time. That's the first time I've been in second place, I think, with the with the more points than already. Anyway, it's so, true. Yeah, yes, I'm happy about it. Chris right. told us to pocket. Uh, <laughs> uh. All right, so you get to pick the theme for the next week. Do okay. it for the week, which will be August. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. May 15th. May 15th. May yes. 15th. Because you are going far, far away. Far, far away. <laughs> oh, boy. Mom, make me a bird so I can fly far, far away. Comics. Oh. Now, does that mean like that comic books or stand-up comics? I think just go with the word comics. I mean, okay. whatever you Beautiful. derive from comics, you're Great. good to go. Love it. Now, okay, so since you talk about you going far, far away, where are you going? We'll leave... Thursday, and we will arrive at Gatwick in London. We will be in London for the weekend. Then we will be going to Edinburgh. Jolly old London town. Hey, hello, governor. Love doing awful British accents. Hello, love. Ben would really appreciate that. Then we're going to we're going to Edinburgh. We're going to Inverness. We're going to Dublin. We're going to Belfast. We're taking a literal licensed Game of Thrones tour. Around Northern Ireland, I'm going nerd. to nerd, super cool, the fuck out, <laughs> <laughs> and I cannot wait to meet Kit Harrington and Amelia Clark at some bar in Belfast, buy them a drink, and I will say I do know something: whiskey, whiskey, three whiskeys. If you'd like to hear more Hold On I Know This, check us out on Facebook, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. And also check out our brand new website, holdoninknowthis.com, for new episodes and updates. Guitar, one of those places. Um, you have to wear goggles to, to ride Whoa. that ride because it dries out your eyes so fast because you're going 149 <laughs> miles an hour, number wow. one. Number two, Cedar Point. I don't know if you guys have ever been to Cedar Point. I would highly, highly encourage you to go, especially if you're a roller coaster nut, because they literally have a 200, 300, and 400 foot ride, and they are all blazingly, just insanely fast. Like the Magnum XL is like on the lower end now, mm -hmm. where they have Millennium Force, now they have this top thrill dragster ride, which um, would blow my mind, and it would probably blow a bunch off. In fact, there was a picture that I took when I went up there at the time with the, whoever I was dating, and her hair was just like sticking up on end. Like there's something about Mary. Oh, is that hair gel? Mary <laughs> style like this. Yeah, that's that's one of the best parks I've ever been to. 
So. Well, okay. Since we're still on the subject, real quick, this isn't a roller coaster, but it is a ride. They made something called the Human Trebuchet. Okay. Which is similar to a human, like a, a cannon with a person in it. Okay. But it's a trebuchet, and it was in Oxfordshire, Great Britain. It was designed to throw a one person, 180 feet, into a safety net at about 40 miles an hour. Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so. So it's just you being flung into the air into hopefully a safety net, and they they reinvented it on MythBusters. Ah. To, because they wanted to make sure it wasn't like a fake video and right, stuff. Right, they right. redid it and see if they could actually do it. When it originally was done in 2000, Stella Young took a ride in this trebuchet and hit the safety net and then the ground, and then she was in the news. <clears throat> wow. She missed it, and then two years after that, a 19-year-old guy was on the ride and missed the net. Completely, completely and died so <laughs> not a lot of people have ridden this wow. thing now are you from the ohio area absolutely not oh okay no because there's another theme park in ohio called king's island i've been there i've ridden the beast and son of beast son of beast which as i found I out just like triggered him here he's which, like <laughs> which i found out is the only wooden roller coaster at one point to have a loop it's a metal loop which right? which they took out because there were problems but the beast is still one of, if not at one point, it was the longest wooden roller coaster ride in the world, in the United States, et cetera, et cetera. It lasts like two and a half minutes, and it's yeah. All I know is friendly. that a uh, classic episode of the Brady Bunch was filmed at Kings Island, okay. where uh, Mr. Brady is going for uh, to deliver some architecture, some drafts of something he's uh, designed, and. Uh, so he brings, of course, the whole family, as you do when you go to a job interview. Yeah. Uh, you bring the whole family with you to his theme park, and some of the kids bought a Yogi Bear poster, uh. and they put the canister that the Yogi Bear poster in is the matching canister that the architecture plans are in. So, of course, what happens? I guess. They switch canisters, and the canister <laughs> gets lost. Uh. And they search the whole theme park for the missing canister. Wow. So, like, he goes to his big meeting with the architecture people, and, the, and he brings out his... His drafts and it's Yogi Bear. Nice. Yes, yes exactly. Classic. Classic episode. No picking a basket, boo boo. When you started talking about the Stratosphere, I yeah. thought you were talking about the Stratosphere Hotel and Casino in oh, Las, Las Vegas. Oh, in Las Vegas. Because I was looking up all these roller coasters and there's like the X Scream and the Infinity and all the, or Insanity, one or the other. And it's where like the X Scream is the one that just teeters off the side of the Stratosphere, which is like. I think it's like 600 feet, I think. Yeah. Um, but it's like they just teeter off of that. And you're just like, whoa, it's 600 feet. Oh, my God. And then, like, the, the Insanity is, like, similar, except it's a big centrifuge uh, project where it's like they just swing you out over nothing and just swing you around like a big egg beater. Kind yeah, of yeah, Doesn't the Mall of America have some roller coasters in it mm -hmm. as well? Two of them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and just and just some uh, context to keep in mind is that I have a horrifyingly deathly fear of heights, mm -hmm. but I will ride a roller coaster and I will have I, I, like front or back. You can't sit in the middle because you don't either get whipped or you don't get the feeling of weightlessness. I will ride any and all roller coasters. I love roller coasters. But did you see at Universal they've removed the Dragon Challenge? from the Harry Potter section. Of yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I don't, like I don't know when they started doing that. I remember hearing about that and then we went this weekend and then I was like, I was like talking to my brother. I was like, you wanna go on the Dragon Challenge? And I turned up, 
it's it's just replaced with big scaffolding and those cranes. Now, at one at one point stuff. at one point they had you know kind of like a, a, a an arms race where it was Universal versus Busch Gardens, but then at some point like the virtual reality thing came into play. And now, if you want to have a decent new roller coaster you want to go ride, you have to go out of state. You have to go to mm -hmm. California. You have to go to Pennsylvania. You have to go to Ohio, New Jersey, wherever. I think so. there's one in the UK that I found that is a virtual reality roller coaster. So you're on a roller coaster with virtual reality goggles on. That makes it look and feel like you're going through like this futuristic city. The uh, the coolest one that I've been on before we keep going because I feel like we're off on a tangent. And everything is that it's this it's this roller coaster that I rode in 2006. It's at Six Flags, Magic Mountain, mm -hmm. uh, something like that. I, I can't remember what it's called, but it's called X. And normally, you have, you have a X two. It's now called X two. Okay, it used yeah. to be called X because they revamped it and uh, rebranded it. So you have a track, and you have the cars and the seat for each car, and you know that's the normal roller coaster. And sometimes it's you know hanging from above, and so there's the track from right up above. With this, it's the track and the cars, but there's nowhere for you to sit within the car because they're pegged on each side of the car. And yeah. so depending on where you go and the momentum and all the physics of you like spinning around and everything, it'll have you on a swivel spinning. So you spinning. spin around on the pegs. And it is around. awesome. And I waited in line for three hours when it originally came out and opened it everything up and it was totally worth it. And I'm probably stupid for standing in the, in the <laughs> California sun for three hours, but Anyway, I would like a theme park of Universal Studios of all their old rides. Just call it Universal Classic. That's a really yeah. good idea. I would love for Jaws, King Kong, uh, what else has gone? The old Hanna-Barbera ride. <laughs> I want them all back. And, I want them and, back and, to the future ride back. Oh, back now to the future, thank you, yes. Ride. X2 has fire on it, right? <laughs> it didn't when I wrote it. I think I saw I saw a quick video. There's like pyrotechnics on the ride that um, shoot at you as you're going. That's awesome, ride. and I would yeah. totally ride it again.